pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready. It's a good show! Welcome to Let's Talk About Texts. I'm Kara. I'm Christy. I'm Megan. <laughs> and here we all are having a lovely uh, little day together. We're actually recording on a Sunday today, and we all three were at a party together last night. Mm-hmm. So we're a little slower than maybe we normally would be. <laughs> um, what are you drinking, Megan? Water. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water. You're like Kim Zolciak over there with your red solo cup. Yeah. Well, you know, my dad worked for solo for many, many moons. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. Uh, the whole time I was in college, my dad was an employee of the solo cup company. Uh, that's why my parents lived in Chicago. And I used to get drunk and take pictures of stacks of solo cups. And <laughs> he finally asked me to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> why were you around so many stacks of solo Because I was in college. Cups? Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. So it's like, and we had like a sorority rule that you couldn't have have there's like pictures that you would take and then you would have want recruitment pictures and those would be pictures that go in the recruitment video and no red cups were allowed in them mm. and Ooh. i remember telling my dad that and he was furious <laughs> so it was discrimination oh my God. a missed marketing <laughs> opportunity i just had dinner with a mutual friend of ours who revealed to me that she was in a sorority and i, I know. was so surprised and she was like yeah our thing is the kite and i go we just talked about this on our podcast the kite the anchor the different mascots i still sororities. Don't understand why, why some are inanimate objects and others are animals, like vicious animals. <laughs> animals. Oh, no. Like we're an anchor and I'm a cheetah. Like I mean, a lot of these sorties were founded in the 1800s. So even a professional sports, though, some are animals, some yeah. are like warriors some or people. S- just the city. When I was in high school, our we were the Rams, and our major competitor was the Darien Blue Wave. They were just a wave. <laughs> Blue Wave. Yeah, that oh, was their no. thing. Like, all their t-shirts were like a wave. Like, oh. so... You're just like a pulse of water yeah, that's, that's going to really yeah. kick your ass in lacrosse. <laughs> um, that's funny. But anyway, um, there were a lot of solo cups at this party we were this at last night. This is off-brand. This, this is yeah, China. That doesn't, I knew it. It's I not, fucking knew it. Well, China. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got different kind of rivet it, uh, like rivets in it or something. Yeah, it's wider, too. It's a wider lip. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. It's a wider mouth. That. Maybe easier it. for when you're playing beer pong. Well, they sh- why make it easier? Yeah. <laughs> when the game's already perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a backboard in uh, beer pong. So I don't. When I was in college, we called beer pong Beirut, and I didn't right. realize until that's what we always called it, Beirut. Like, everybody called it that. No. And then I realized later that it's called Beirut because of, like, bombs dropping oh, into the no. cups. Oh, no. That's not good. I had no idea. So now I try to call it beer pong, but beer pong is like was something different. That was with a paddle. What? I think beer pong in my school was like you have a paddle and you try the paddle to get the ball into the cup. Oh, That's like different ping pong. than 
but beer. Was like, you were like with, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But with beer, I have horrible hand-eye coordination in every sport that I do. So I feel people like they they want me on their beer pong team because I'm like excited and like I'm like there <laughs> you for seem it. Like you can I like drink cheer. fast. I drink fast. Like, but then I get to to throwing and I'm just like throwing into people's faces. Oh. And <laughs> do you like flippy cup? We used I, to play a lot of flip cups. Cup's a lot easier. Oh no, it gives me worse anxiety. Oh, I think it's so much easier because once you do it a couple a couple of times, you like realize that I don't know. You realize like the motion that you're supposed to do to get it. Last I, time I was uh, playing beer pong was at my dad's Christmas party. They were throwing it at my parents' house, and I lost. And I took all the beers and I threw and I dumped them on the ground. <gasps> Oh wow! <laughs> because I was already so drunk, and my just dad full was very pissed off. Yeah, I was like, "That's just because I'm competitive." We used to do wine pong. Whoa! Well, no, I used to. That's <laughs> insane. I tried that to make it so seem insane. like that's what other people were doing, but I would do wine pong. We used to. This was a Friday morning classic. My friend, I'll leave her unnamed. She may not want this out there. We would go buy like three bottles of champagne and we would do champagne power hours oh my god sitting in our sorority parking lot because we weren't allowed to drink in the house we were definitely not allowed to drink in the parking lot either (laughs) and we would just drink a bottle of champagne in the car i could not do power hours in college without throwing up and not throwing up because I was like too drunk, but because of like the carbonation of taking so yeah. many shots of beer mm-hmm. every minute, I would be like, I'll be right back. And I would like have to go throw up and then come back to the power hour. Wow. It's gross. But I've also played beer pong with like, have you ever played beer pong with like really good beer? Like when no. people are like, let's uh-uh. play with Long Trail or like, no, because let's... it's gross. The no, ball it's is gross. Yeah. But like, w- it I was falls at a party... on the floor and then you just put it in water. It's like, no, that doesn't fix it. Oh my God. <laughs> it doesn't make it clean. <laughs> I recently played. Played in Vegas at a bar, uh-huh. like and that's so like there's just so many people. It's not even someone's house, you know what I mean? Like it was like at a gross bar. That's at, Vegas, baby. Yeah, Vegas, my hometown. At the Isn't l- it a Vegas vacation? Don't they one of the like casino? They go to like a shitty casino and there's weird. It's like guess guess my name. <laughs> there's like bad. <laughs> there is. I just can't think. I of don't the think other I've fun. seen Vegas Vacation. <gasps> Whoa, we it's got it. good. Oh, he I the Hoover Dam that's leaking with like gum. It's really fun. I recently it's watched really European good. Vacation on a plane. Jared and I watched it together. Like sometimes on the plane we'll go you, one, two, three, <gasps> and we'll press play. Cute. So we'll watch it side by side. And I'm like, and we watched European Vacation. We were like. That's bad. It's a bad movie. Is Chevy Chase in it? Yeah. Oh. I think it's the very first one. If you guys hit... Christmas Vacation is timeless. Perfect, it's forever. Perfect. If you guys hit... No, Summer Vacation is the first one. Oh, uh, right. When they're Wally going... World. Wally You're right. World. When you hit play at the exact same time, does it sync up? Yeah. It's, it yeah, stays synced. Yeah, we're pretty synced. synced. Yeah. Aww. Wow. That's cute. For, like on Delta. <laughs> Wow, I love your love. Um, Yeah, I mean, we'll watch movies at the same time together. Um, But we, like, thought your vacation was really bad. Like, there were all these, like, really... It just doesn't hold up. There's, like, a lot of really sexist, shitty jokes. and like started watching the other day at the Internet's suggestion, People in Person's suggestion, this Netflix movie called Set It Up. Oh, I heard about it on a podcast. It's bad. It's for the children. It's horrible. Why? Why? Well, I was everybody like multiple people I talked to were like, it's like it's like a '90s rom com. Yeah. It's like the dialogue is 
horrible. Well, I was listening to another podcast where they talked about it, and they were saying it's like for the little kids. It's like not for little kids, but it's for like the the current like I don't know, like fifteen to twenty five demo, and they don't even know what a rom com is because they're like haven't been any good ones since they've been alive, and so there people happens? were like, set it I up like is the one for them. I don't think they have like what we had. What about, they didn't have the wealth about, of what we said had. Crashing going. train wreck. That's yeah. a good rom com. Yeah, that's an R rated movie though. Like if, uh. you know what I mean. Like there were so many PG thirteen like good rom coms when we were younger. I'll think of one and I'll I, report back. I'm not back. saying that there are none. I don't think that there's like the wealth that we had. Like with I don't know what are some of like the great like. Sleepless in How to Seattle. lose a guy in never 10 days. Never been kids. No, I don't like how to lose um, a guy in 10 days. While you were sleeping. Yeah. A personal so favorite. Many. So Runaway Bride. Sleeping. All of that. All yeah, of that. Yeah, like Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan, like their entire catalog. I yeah. mean, starting Sandra with, Bullock. Starting with When Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally, a classic. Maybe a little old, but still. Like we had so many. Miss Congeniality is not really a rom-com. Yes, it, it is. is. No, it's a comedy. Her and Benjamin Bratt fall in love. It's beautiful. Yeah. You wanna kiss. Me. You think I'm sad? Yeah, I love I Benjamin that Bratt was my comedy, celebrity crush as a child. <laughs> that's a comedy movie that has people fuck at the end. That yeah, has a romance in it. That doesn't mean it's a rom com. I don't rom-com know. Rom com is like is like that nine w- the Sandra Bullock one with Hugh Grant where he has to get a green card or whatever. Nine days, no, nine weeks Two notice. Weeks notice. Two weeks notice. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna agree to disagree. Is that, <laughs> what about Notting Hill? I love That's that. That's right. Notting whole, Hill. The entire story is about the romance. In Miss Congeniality, the story is about her infiltrating this thing. But doing, also finding love while she does it. Okay, sure, sure. I just wouldn't necessarily you put it in classic. Don't rom-com. think it's a rom com, <laughs> but I it's don't a rom com. You guys just wanted an opportunity to sing, and don't tell me any different. <laughs> I just love syncing up with Megan, whatever she's about to say. Our periods and our vocabulary. <laughs> Um, so did you guys have fun at that party last night? Yeah, man, I'm hungover and tired. Yeah, samesies. I um, wasn't even going to drink that much. <laughs> Megan, <laughs> my, my favorite part was looking over and watching Megan dancing alone to a wall. Like, just no one around just, her. Just I was feeling, I was feeling oh, we, the music. I had friends that did that in college. We called it wall dancing. They would just <laughs> dance with walls. I asked well, her, I said, Megan, why are you dancing alone? She said, I think I see a pool. <laughs> I did think, I kept thinking I was seeing a pool. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that time you caught me dancing alone. This was a party for um, one of our friend's birthdays that was a yacht-themed party, but nobody told me. So when I came in, people were like, you're not in costume. I was like, for what? And they were like, it's a yacht party. And it did say in the text invite, costume required. (laughs) Yeah, which is my living nightmare. So I felt really bad because I just came in like... A, like a, sh- a tank top and a leather jacket and looking I was very like, chic but I was mm-hmm. like I'm fucking from Connecticut I could have really turned out a yacht look so sorry. I'm pissed I'm sorry no it's okay I'm not mad but some of the yacht looks were hilarious yeah Steph Tolev in a mustache that was really great she was dressed as another comedian she was dressed Who? as a man on a yacht oh she was, she was just as, as a man, man. As yeah she was like I very thought preppy. she was dressed as uh Danny, another comedian. Listen, I I don't do costumes, and the suggestion that I have to wear a costume to your party infuriates me. Well, Halloween, you'll, you know, Halloween. I, I haven't me out, worn. But... A, I haven't worn a Halloween costume since I was like eleven. 
Like, I oh, don't do costumes. It does stress me out because I'm not good at making things, but I will I will dress up. Oh, yeah. But, I like, a yacht theme, I get yeah. excited. <laughs> like, I could have done that. I feel like I have a sailor hat in my costume box. Do you guys have a costume box? Absolutely not. No, not anymore, but I used to, I used to have, a like, a little costume box. closet in well, my Chicago apartment. Well, I was, Chicago like, on a sketch team in New York, too, so, like, all my Go costumes on. from that. Were you on a mod? Yeah. Wow. I was on a mod team. What happens when you're on a mod team? Well. (laughs) You do shows. You pay money every month to be able to perform once a month at the UCB. And do people come and watch you? Yeah. Like co-workers? Oh, they're packed. Oh, no. Like, I never invited any friends. I just, I mean, I didn't not invite friends. I was like, if anyone wants to come, they can come. But like, uh... I would prefer, like, it was packed. It's just, like, yeah. a, a big night that people I like to go. I went through the whole training program at I.O., and then we did graduation shows, and then I didn't get placed on a team, and it really hurt me. Oh, But I remember I was in uh, London. You're doing okay. I was in London when I found out, and I was like, you know what? I said to my parents, <laughs> we were eating, what's the river? The Thames. Yeah, we were eating lunch on the Thames, and I remember, like, saying to my parents, because someone texted me, I was like, you didn't make a team, I'm so sorry, you got robbed, and I was like, you know what, mom and dad, maybe improv isn't for me. Ah, that's <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> Megan really one time funny. looked at me and was like, I could have been an improv girl. I could have been! No! And I said, thank God you I not. did improv all through the UCB. I was on multiple indie teams. I was never on a Herald team. But I did a mod team later. Oh, I was on some indie gals. Yeah, I was on yeah. indie team. I was on an all-female team. I was on a... What were your names? The name of my all-female team was Topanga. <laughs> <laughs> from By Meets World. And then um, I was on a team where I was the only girl ooh. called Emergencia with the exclamation point in the front and at the back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the God. way that they do in Spanish. Yeah. Megan and I had lunch <laughs> next to Topanga one day. Well, Topanga, Topanga dates like a guy engaged that... engaged to a guy who worked yeah. on the ESPYs with me and now they're getting married yeah so i've had now i've dined with her at meals wow i had a dinner with her and was like hi i know <laughs> i've gotten one step closer in separation i can't wait to tell her one day that i was in an all-female improv group named after her character <laughs> uh, she's gonna love it i can't wait um what else have we been texting about gals oh incredibles 2 we all saw incredibles 2 and it was so Good. It was, yeah. so, it was good. so cute. It I, was so fun. And I loved that little short at the beginning. I cried. I cried. Oh my God, did I cry? Little bow. I cried explaining it to my brother later. <laughs> yeah. Like two days later, I cried. Incredibles 2 was so good. It was really shocking that they waited like 14 years to do yeah, did another people one. Not, I guess people did like the first one. Oh, yeah. And I rewatched the first one. I was last living week. in Italy when the first one came out, and it was called Ye Incredibili. <laughs> And I saw it there, and I loved it. I thought it was so good. Was it in Italian? No, I saw it in in VO there. But like, uh, but you, yeah, I've seen other movies in Italian. It's tough. I saw a sex movie in Italian. Really? We went to a sex theater. Is that what they're called? Oh, I don't know. Oh, a sec- uh, like a, a triple X theater. Where? You saw um, a- in Florence. And I don't know why. And then it <laughs> became very apparent that there were Italian men in the theater jacking off. <gasps> oh, wow. And then we left. You went to a real triple X. Did you do that on purpose or did you I, get tricked? I honestly don't remember. I think we thought we were 18. We were uh. young. And I think we were like, oh, this will be funny. They're showing like a nudie film in yeah. a different country. And then it was like, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't think that they would have like triple X stuff there because they're already so much cooler about nudity than we are. Maybe like, this was just like you can jerk off here. If yeah, you want to. yeah, yeah. A, a public jerking and station. And it was in a lovely part of Florence too. Yeah, that's High interesting. Area. Huh? I never saw like any triple X or like triple X video stores or anything like that there because like. Honestly, if you want to see tits, like, they have tits in their shower gel commercials. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, they're not as, like, oh, my God, nips as we are in the United States. So, Um, but anyway, The Incredibles was so fun. I loved it. One of the main characters, though, I was, no spoilers or whatever, but Catherine Keener voices a character in this movie who I just think looks like, she looks like an Upper West Side lesbian who, like, is a CEO but, like, has a pottery studio on the side, like. Like, such a weird, like, the way they designed her and the way she talked and how she was, like, drinking scotch. Oh, and she was just, like, <laughs> drape her legs. Yeah. There was a lot of, like, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, like, I mean, yeah. what do we know? We're just gals in this crazy world. Like, she yeah. was such you an interesting character. You also thought that her and Elastigirl had some sexual chemistry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of did. They I was, did. Well, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. She keeps, like, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but... There were a lot of like female power moments where it was just the two of them alone. And I was like, dude, are they going to do this in Incredibles? Um, but my husband saw it and he said, oh, I can't really. He agreed <laughs> with the villain's manifesto. Ah. <laughs> He was like, I like the villain's manifesto. Technology does make us zombies. I mean, it's true. Okay. Even in Black Panther, you're like, yeah. the backup. Michael B. Jordan has a point. It's well, true. You know, he wants mm-hmm. to share yeah. the wealth of Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Wasn't true. that his point? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't not remember. That is his point. <laughs> I was like very and you're confused. Like, he's got some. He's. Uh, he's yeah. going about it, maybe. Well, uh, you, know, you know who else had some okay points was the Unabomber, but he went about it the wrong way. What were his points? I think the Unabomber had technology issues as well. Like yeah. it was about stuff with technology. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can, you can reference the comic Drew Michael. I think he <laughs> loves to talk about was, the Unabomber. I, I and literally his was thinking which of our friends has a manifesto, and then I thought Drew oh, Michael. Drew Michael. <laughs> Drew Michael is yeah. most likely to have a manifesto. Totally in high school, this yearbook. <laughs> um, most likely to. Have a manifesto. My problem with Le Incredible. What was it? How did you pronounce it? What's it called? The the way that you do ye, that it's Incredible. It's G L I, but you pronounce it Ye. Ye Incredible. Ye, ye Incredible. Um, the baby Jack Jack oh. looks exactly like my boyfriend. <laughs> So not true. That is so true. Every time I was looking at that baby, I was like, that's what my boyfriend's face looks like. But he doesn't have like a little swoopy mohawk. I mean, he doesn't not sometimes in the morning. (laughs) Jack-Jack is so funny. Babies love my boyfriend because he looks like an adult baby. Like his face is like so cherub. You know who else looked like that? The Golden State Killer. (laughs) I'm not kidding. The Golden State Killer. There's like... They. That's how they had issues because they were like, he looks like a baby grown up. Yeah, that's, oh, that's <laughs> what I say. Jared looks like. Uh-oh. <laughs> Babies <laughs> love Jared. That's the same exact thing. Like every little kid I've ever introduced Jared to, Jared goes, he does this exact thing. He goes, hello. <laughs> He looks down at a kid and goes, hello. And then the kid's always like, yes. A massive one of me. They love it. Like, little kids, like, flock to him. It's very cute. And he has no idea how to handle them. You're both with grown babies. Yeah, Yeah, sure. We have a type, as you say. Yeah. As you say, incredible type. (laughs) incredible. We're both with grown babies. How did your grown baby do last night? He was... 
uh, having a great time, but he was dancing. He kept he was he cracking me up. He kept saying up funny to me things at one to point. me. He goes, "You know what? I really think that we should stay a little longer." <laughs> oh, and I was like, "Oh, he, that feels like you cooked that up with somebody. Well, and you're up to something." He's. It could have been me, honestly. I could have been like CJ Maker's Day. Uh, I have no we idea. We did a classic Irish exit. I did too. So Rod, our dear friend who was with us, we were the white pants gang. All three of us came with white pants on. <laughs> Rod left, CJ left, and then I like, and then we started running, <laughs> running down like the driveway. driveway. And I go, we're being so presumptuous that anyone cares that we leave. <laughs> oh, no, like, I noticed that you, I noticed leaves. you were gone. Lizzie said goodbye to me, and I, and you had gone a while ago, and I was like, I'm just going to say, I just was talking to someone, and I go, I'm going to hit the bathroom, and I just walked out yeah. of the house. I was, I was trying to exit, and then, like, as I'm on my way out the door, door on the, or hand on the door handle, I hear, Christy! And I Uh-oh. turn around, and Blair's like, Uh-oh. are you leaving? And I go, yeah, and she goes, I know an exit when I see one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Blair. <laughs> Wait. CJ, your boyfriend, said the funniest thing to me. I was talking about some girl at the party that I really don't like. She just butt rubs me the wrong way. And I was like, oh, that <gasps> no girl. Names. That girl really bothers me. She annoys me so much. And CJ was like, do you want me to kick her ass? <laughs> <laughs> he also, like, through three-fourths of the night, was holding Megan's leopard purse <laughs> <laughs> on his shoulder all night, just walking That's around. That's a good boy. That's a nice boyfriend. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good boy. He's been completely worthless today, so... <laughs> Anyway, our final review of He Incredibly Due is thumbs up, so right? So cute. We liked I it. I think Incredibles 2 was better than Incredibles Uno. Stamp. Stamp Possibly. on the agreement on that. Yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to say, and I announced this at the party last night like a fucking, like it was the, an announcement that Trump was out of office. I was like, did you guys know who does the voice of Edna Mode? Oh, yeah. This who? is interesting. The guy who wrote and directed the movie, Brad, Brad Bird. Bird. Oh, Brad I Bird. Love that. And I've been doing a Brad Bird is Larry Bird's nephew bit. Mm-hmm. No, it, no, no everyone's like, like really? Last and I'm like, oh, never mind. He's <laughs> trying to shut that down right. really hard. But I think I always assumed that Edna Mode was done by the voice of um, Linda Hunt. Yeah. Because she seems to be who they like physically yeah. named her after. Or like a, I was for some reason even being drawn to like a Christine Baranski, like someone of that yeah, caliber yeah. that has like a distinctive. Yeah. I love a fun fact about a movie. Yes. I really do. I kept going around telling everyone Tag was based on a true story. And they were like, we Did know. you see so. Tag? <laughs> Yes. How was it? Wait, you have Movie Pass. I just ordered mine yesterday. It's, oh, it's going to change your life. It's hard for me because I worked with the director recently. He's Gr- a great guy. Great guy. Great crew. Hot babe. Hot babe. The you director is a hot babe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's really great to work for and he's really nice. But the movie itself was a movie that I saw. That's, That's it. my review. Okay. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't worry that we are going to single-handedly like <laughs> rotten tomatoes bomb this yeah. movie but um have you guys heard about Gotti? Gotti yes so Gotti I think is like about to enter the canon of like glitter and Gili and like movies that but are they like, said really? that people like it 
I think people like it because it's bad. Yeah, I guess there is some sort of like someone was telling me that maybe Movie Pass came about because it was trying to see how often people see movies ironically. I I well, do a lot. I was we do. I was listening. <laughs> oh my sorry, my headphones keep going in and out of whether I can hear you guys. Oh, mind you too. Um, and I thought I was just like having a stroke. No, I was like, I think well, you're... we got to power through. Mine you are know? great. I was reading. If you guys haven't read stuff by Dave Holmes, he writes. He's a hilarious comedian that writes articles. I didn't in, know he was gay. I know. Isn't he, he doesn't. guy from MTV? Yeah. Yes. He was an yes. original he was a DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a podcast called Homophilia that's, pr- that's pretty great. And he has... Um, and he He's writes these amazingly funny reviews of movies that he are bad. He looks like a man I had sex with. Esquire. Yeah, he's hot. He's my type. I believe it's Esquire. So he wrote the most hilarious review of the Book of Henry, like the most hilarious review that I was like reading it in bed, dying laughing. And then he wrote a really funny review of Gotti, where he was just like, what is happening? But he was saying that the w- most insidious part of this is that they have a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. And mm-hmm. instead of just being like, we have a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, like come see what that's all about they're like basically doing like a Trump campaign where they're like do you believe the critics or do you believe the audiences yeah. like yeah. they're basically trying to like fake news campaign oh. people into being like God he's actually good but the media doesn't want you to know that like, you know who directed it E from, e Entourage. from Entourage Kevin Connolly yeah I was once driving through the Hollywood Hills and I see a baby driving a Range Rover hanging a baby was hanging out the window driving a Range Rover and I was like what the and it was Kevin Conley wow. it looked like a child driving a car <laughs> and I was like I know he's hanging out the window so everyone's like e, but he is a little cutie I think they need but to it lean feels into like... it being bad right like they gotta do a thing yeah, like, I don't a, think John Travolta like I don't think these are people that have self-awareness, uh, unfortunately. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I just keep seeing all these funny tweets. Like, somebody tweeted being like, there's a point in it where one character's talking to John Travolta and he goes, you got to get all five boroughs in New York, Staten Island, Queens, Brooklyn. Like, you don't have to name the boroughs <laughs> to John Gotti. <laughs> I was going to try and get into the proposal got canceled after one episode. What is the proposal? I heard about so the this. proposal was it was like from I think the people that created the bachelor too and it was an hour long show and at the end of it strangers got engaged. But it was like Ooh. a pageant. Like there was a bathing suit component um but it got canceled after one episode because a contestant facilitated a sexual assault of a right. woman. I heard that. Yeah, so, I mean I don't think we need that show he, like, during the times that movement. From Tinder or something and yeah. then like trick them into there's a lot of um, the Bachelor Nation has been coming under some do attack because the vetting process seems to have just gone completely out the window. There's like bad. There's a guy on this season who just was found guilty of um, sexual. I, it wasn't assault, but like I, he like grabbed people's yeah, vaginas on a boat. And boobs. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. yeah. And he was the one I thought would do it. Just oh, based he's on his hot. Person. Ew. I think he's hot. If no. you just looked at him, Lincoln? I mean, yeah, but then he opens his mouth no, and I'm cool. like that. But I'm ew. saying if you just look at him. Yeah. He also, it's he's ba- short, though. He's Of course. Mm-hmm. He's basically like a Nigerian prince Craigslist ad coming to life. <laughs> yeah. Like everything you're like, this is a lie. Well, this is a lie. This is a lie. Exactly. This is a lie. Okay, where do I wire the money? <laughs> yeah. And it's you know what? Let's get him on reality TV <laughs> to try and lure a woman to his life. 
Listen, that shit's loose. I work in reality TV. Yeah. It's loose. Sometimes it's, you're like, oh, I know. that happened? Well. Innocent until proven. Oh, he's guilty? Ah, shit. Well, <laughs> we, season were, already aired. we were talking about this at the party last night because I said I heard on that on Dave Holmes's podcast, Homophilia, I heard someone in an interview said that her friend said this thing that I thought was really insightful, that when you're talking about like the Real Housewives, really only the first season is the reality show uh-huh. because then after that, they're always performing. Yeah. You know, like if you watch season one of OC, you watch season one of, Re- of New York, like when they're off just getting to know each other and like feel out what it's even like to be doing this that's kind of when you see the real them and then after that I, it's a I performance I agree with that because even when they're performing like maybe they're amping it up a little bit but I feel like the drama is real I almost think I it don't could know. it could get to a point because they say this in interviews that they've reached the point I've heard Kyle Richards say this because she was a child star that now she has forgotten the cameras are there yeah. because she's just been around cameras so often it's true I hear that life. It's like sometimes when we're talking on this podcast, I forget that, like, people can hear what I'm saying. Sure, but, like, okay, but, like, (laughs) in real life, even if there's cameras around you and stuff, you'd be like, okay, well... Megan just did something that kind of annoyed me, but I'm going to move on with it because right. I'm a fucking adult. But if it's a reality show, you're going to be like, I'm digging my hooks into that. And then we're going to talk about it oh, all fucking season, I even know. though it's like a meaningless fight with Dorit. Do you have something to tell me? Anyway, no. <laughs> did I'm, I do something? You've done nothing. Well, I'm going to ask Christy afterwards what I did to you. <laughs> and then I'm going to have Christy call you. Well, we're going to make sure and the cameras are And then we're going to go rolling. to a lunch. And then I'm going to be 22 minutes late. I'm, and you're going to say I was 28 minutes late. And when I get there, I'm walking out of the lunch because I feel like you guys have set this up and I feel like I'm being attacked. Ambushed. This feels like an ambush. I'm being ambushed. And I'm going to go hang out with my husband who would rather spend more time with me than you guys. You guys are being mean girls. (laughs) This is systematic bullying. Okay. This leads us perfectly into our next segment, but we're going to take a quick break before. But don't go anywhere when we come back. More fun. Did you know that around 5% of the world's population have hearing disabilities or loss, most of whom are in low- and middle-income populations? The Starkey Hearing Foundation is a human services charity that provides hearing aids and hearing-related health care to hearing-impaired people in poor communities around the world. This month, Starkey Hearing Foundation and Audio Boom are launching the Listen In campaign, and they're asking Let's Talk About Text, that's us, and our listeners, that's you, to help them reach their... $25,000 fundraising goal. Funds raised from the Listen In campaign will support the next round of global outreach. You can help Starkey Hearing Foundation reach their $25,000 goal by donating to the Listen In campaign today. To give the gift of hearing, go to listenincampaign.org. That's listen, L-I-S-T-E-N, in campaign, C-A-M, P-A-I-G-N dot org. Go to the listenincampaign.org to give the gift of hearing today. Thank you so much, listeners. Okay, guys, we are back. Chrissy, um, have you told the listeners yeah. yet that you're drinking a Bud Light Tallboy? <laughs> <laughs> we literally all woke up hung over, and Christy is like hair of the dogging it so hard right now, just in the studio with us drinking a Bud Light Tallboy. I offered them a I respect. sip. I respect. You know what? Fuck it. Give me a sip. Boom. <laughs> I just know I'm going to be drinking boy. later, and I don't want to. This is the thing. I know that I'm in charge of whether We're I'm drinking, drinking or not. We're drinking later. Wait, so whether or not we go to bowling, are we drinking later? 
I listen. I've got a busy week ahead, but uh, I'll me, be drinking. Megan and Kara are playing in a comedy bowling league tonight. Which I don't understand why you guys don't think this will be great to talk about. Honestly, <laughs> your love of bowling but is concerning and I have me. To work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I have to work tomorrow. Now I have to go to a meeting early. before I go to work tomorrow. Mm. What? I know, but you That's get to not bad, bad, bad. Yeah, also, like, kind of scared to feel like you know what you're like when you're bowling. I feel like you're very competitive. I can like. Oh, sense I'm really it. competitive. No, I, won't, I can sense I it. I won't be. I want to win, but I'm not going to, like, yell at people or anything. I mean, I just feel like you're going to be, like, really good. But that's what's good about bowling, though, is, like, you're not really competing against... I mean, you're competing yeah. against yourself and, like, I guess just trying I mean, to get your best score. straight about life. I'm I, only um, good at sports that have anything to do with drinking. Like, I'm good mm-hmm. at... Softball. Pool. I'm okay at pool. I'm softball. I'm okay at darts. Darts. Like, darts stuff that so happen scary. in bar, bars or, like, when you're supposed to be drinking. I took bowling in college. Yeah, uh, you mentioned that to me. It was a one-credit class. It was Thursday morning, so I would always... Or was it Friday? It was a morning. And so I would be drunk and or hungover every class. The teacher was... Yeah. <laughs> he would come. We would slow dance with no music. What? Ew. He said no, he was trying to stop. improve my bowling stroke. <laughs> so he would be like, it's like no. dancing. That is literally my worst oh my nightmare. God. Every time I see that in a romantic comedy where he's like, let's just dance. Like, no music. I, this is my I want to teacher, puke. too. <gasps> yeah, Megan, and you then, just got me too in your bowling class. Did you I was good when it was happening? I was the worst. I didn't care. I was drunk. <laughs> and I actually, I flirted with a lot of my college professors. I had a college professor that Purdue had to contact me and be like, we've heard his behavior towards you has been very inappropriate. And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> wow. Someone tried to times up him on my behalf. Just and I was like, I think f- they're jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Did he email me on holidays and come sit front row at my place? Sure. <laughs> but who cares? We had a bar. I cannot. Okay. Guys, let's jump into garbage disposal. Thank you, for LSL with Lady Gaga and Anna Sandberg. The guy that did it did my dress. Because we were already in the last, right before the break, we were already, we we have a hard time staying away from the topic of the housewives and all things Bravo. Um, I want you guys to know real quick on Southern Charm, I'm fully into it now. Oh, I watch wow. It. That really yeah, took baby. some time. I'm not going back, but I am going forward. You may mm-hmm. go back at some point, though. Maybe. We'll go back. Maybe. Maybe at some point. But right now it. I'm like, so I be, I've been texting you guys a lot with like a lot of clarifying questions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I honestly feel like it takes you guys too long to get back to me. Well, because I'm watching the show and then I don't hear back for two hours. I'm like, well, now I don't even remember why I asked. But you got to know. I mean, you got to know that, you know, Patricia is Whitney's mom. I not didn't know Thomas's. that. Well, why are people just stopping by because her house? Because she's been deemed sort of the grand dame of Southern Charm. And so she like, lives it's in normal that- for Ashley to just stop by to talk about her relationship with no, T-Rav absolute, at another person's mom's house. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> but they all go to her for like that type of stuff. And the thing is, she's I think she is a fabulous woman, but she's not a very nice or accepting woman. No. You know? Oh, well, I don't we think found she's that out when she rejected Craig's clip art pillows. I know. Well, she I mean, also I, hates Catherine. I was with her on rejecting. What was he doing you in know that, what that situation? He's like, if I had one more day, I'm like, if you had one more you day, you would have designed a here's, pillow line? Here's what he was upset about, I think. I think she, I, I think she, the plot line was like, hey, Craig, we're going to have you do pillows with Miss Pat. 
Is that her name? Yeah, Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. Miss Pat. Miss Pat is also a very a funny comedian. comedian. Yeah. <laughs> but they call her Miss Pat. And so he thought, like, cool, this is going to be my chance to show it. And then they used it as a plot point to be like, you're a procrastinator and you suck at everything, which is 100% true. But, like, w- but I think he feels like he got caught in, like, a plot But loop. why would you think that you can put clip art you found on the because internet he's an idiot yeah. that's the problem is because like i feel like a part of me likes craig and like yeah. is rooting for him and like but he keeps fucking up and he can't get it together and it's so confusing but like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's gonna cheat on his girlfriend or no. like do oh, something shitty i get a very different vibe he seems like such a douche to me when he fights with naomi and stuff well but when i think that's because he's insecure about their relationship yeah. he just has some issues like in general and then any and for some reason he can't get it together and he's a pathological liar yeah. which he said I'm a, mm-hmm. I am don't know if he's worth <laughs> but you guys work. are like but I, I like her well he <laughs> does stand up for the gals I do think he is good when it comes to being supportive yes. of women he, I do he supported Catherine he did all people wanted to he do did. one of the only kill, old like, episodes I've seen was when he slut shamed Catherine at a table in front of everybody and said but, you fucked everyone in this room but that was out of that he was, liked her yeah it was a jealousy thing, <laughs> where, and he where? redeemed himself for but that. It, wow, you guys are Craig apologists. No, it's because you death. haven't seen the whole story arc. Oh, okay. I, I truly. I'm saying you of, have to go back. Now I have to of go back. the men on the show, uh, T. Rav has sexually assaulted people. Whitney is a closeted gay man who is also shitty to women. Shep is a womanizer. Austin is a golden retriever with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> who else? J. D. dressed as Trump for Halloween. Who's I mean, J. D. J. D. Cheated on his wife. Oh, the like he's kind of chubby. Kids. Who like <laughs> always yeah, laughing? He's, he's not like on anymore. Right? You know who I was kind of attracted to was Craig's college, like law school friend. Oh God, that guy was such a dick. I liked that vibe. I, he was very <laughs> Mad Men. You know, was, yeah, was, I'm attracted to JD. Oh wow, I could understand that. He's got drunk face. Though. I like a chubby guy with drunk face. <laughs> Shep <laughs> is like every guy I went to college and high school with. Yeah, Ew. Shep's tough. Every guy I've went to high school and goes, where's the Shep? Just flopping around. Shep was a popular name of dog in my town. Huh. A lot oh. of people had a dog named Shepper, Shep. Ship, Shepard. Shep. Good news. I just found out Will Miles is on my bowling team. Oh, you did it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> actually kind really of surprised he's not on ours. Yeah. God, Langston's going to be like, I got stuck with these fucking 911 calling white bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just disable white women's yes. 911? Oh I heard God. that story yesterday. That woman this, sells fucking... You guys, this, this will woman be a little age. Sells, Sorry, It y'all. doesn't matter. Everyone's going to still remember. This There'll woman be a new sells one too. weed Wait. cookies to dogs yeah. and wants us to fucking... And doesn't want little girls selling water on the you street. Guys, I called 911 yesterday for on, the first time on my life. What? <laughs> on who? <laughs> What I hope it wasn't a black person. <laughs> no. So basically, someone was parked in my spot. And my already, roommate... I think this is a misuse of nine one one. My roommate told me that I had to call the police. No. That the landlord said I had to call the police to get them out of my spot. So I started by calling three one one. They said, "Oh no, we're Los Angeles. We don't do Glendale, so you're going to have to call someone else." So I said, "Like, how do you get in touch with the police? Like, I guess you just call nine one one." You called 911 because someone was parked in your spot? No, boo-boo. <laughs> Let you, me tell you. 
she was mad. Yeah. (laughs) And I I felt really, really bad. And I'm honestly still like reckoning with it, which is why why I'm sure you just have But you just have to look up your local precinct. And and then I called them and then I called a tow service and they all said we won't do it. So now that person is I still don't think it's a 911. I still don't think it's a police situation. They told me it was a police situation, my landlord. But uh, is it a spot on the street or a spot like in your building? Like in my building. Then there should be a tow truck service that your landlord uses. I called tow trucks and they wouldn't do it but my landlord is like non-existent is the landlord oh but anyway you guys do not call 911 if someone is parked in your spot they'll get really mad at you You, i we have a crazy lady that screams at all hours and sometimes if she does it past midnight i will call the i call the sheriff's office because they'll come and like sort of move her along but it's not 911 (laughs) I called 911 in New York because we were driving on the West Side Highway and we saw a bunch of kids jump a homeless guy and started beating him up <gasps> oh, really bad. Oh, that's fucked up. So we called 911 and then they were like, can you go back and like stay there? And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> on like, the West Side Highway? It was like midnight. Guys, how did we get here? Sorry. Because <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I said we were some 911 caller yeah, white bitches. Anyway, white women, stop fucking calling 911. <laughs> You're being, you're giving us such a hard time. Or if you are doing it, go inside. <laughs> yeah. Do it from the secrecy of your own home, like so racists are supposed knows. to do. Yeah, who? They're all getting on their phones five feet away from and where looking people bad. are living life. They're all looking bad. Yeah. and it's like you're not helping yourself. Yeah, mm. if you're out here in Crocs, overweight, people aren't gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into Real Housewives of New York this week. Did you guys? We've all watched. Yeah, that plate, that Mayflower Inn, uh, that was that looked right up my. Alley. Yeah, that's mm, in Connecticut, yeah. my home state, baby. Never heard of anything in Washington, Connecticut before, but is that where it is? Washington, Connecticut. Yeah, probably like up near where I went to college. And but. it's named after the Mayflower, the boat that landed. Probably. Okay. I mean, I would assume. Is there like another? I don't know. Mayflower. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> April I don't know. showers bring Mayflowers. Yeah, but could... what do Mayflowers bring? June. Gloom? June pilgrims. <laughs> You guys don't know that? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a good one. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Never heard that guy before. That's good. Um, yeah, I. you guys have some opinions, so let's get into it. So on this episode, Ramona, it's revealed that Ramona was trying to get invited to Luann's ex-husband's New Year's party. What, and on the same boat where they had their engagement party exactly and Luann is one in year before. jail at this point. Or she's been arrested. Yeah. Was she arrested well, no, before no, no. Christmas? No, 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 yeah. She was arrested before New Year's. So basically, okay. she was in rehab when it happened. Okay, she was Was she, though? She I was feel arrested. like it might have happened before she got arrested. No, no, it was for a New Year's party. Okay. And she was arrested on, like, December and she was, like, yeah, 20, yeah. That's so, a, that is a tricky time of year. <laughs> if I ever get arrested, I feel like December 28th is the day. Yeah. Because it's like, ooh, I've eaten too much. Mm-hmm. I'm at my worst weight. Mm-hmm. She made up. rehab sound like a dream. I know. Oh, she I went know. to one of those nice rehabs. She went to like a yoga she meditation She definitely was at like Cliffside Malibu, mm-hmm. and she'll be drinking within the month. Oh, mm-hmm. she... Again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. This Her rest was Christmas Eve. So oh, it's a full week damn, that, it, that Christmas has gone. Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <sighs> Ramona... The sandwich, the detail about the sandwich. I knew that they served bologna sandwiches in jail because I've had many friends and lovers that have gone to jail and <laughs> I've heard the, about the bologna. But the pa- the mustard packet yeah. that was inside, that's 
that's a cop that's like, here you go, white lady. So Ramona tried to get invited to the party. Yeah. Here, my thing on it is you're this. on her side about it, Christy. When Ramona said I wasn't invited to the wedding, call a spade a spade. I buy that. I agree with that. You didn't invite her to your wedding. You were like really shitty during to her during that time. And she is friends with Tom. Like, yeah, it's so interesting that they can't find real friends to be on these shows. I just don't get why the friend didn't text Tom. The friend, the friends, like, like not nah, friends with Tom, I think. No, but the friend, no, no, no. So Ramona was staying with a friend, and the friend was invited to the party, and was wanted to see if she could bring Ramona as her plus one. Oh, so logistically, I didn't understand I'm like, it that way at all. Bitch just text Tom. I understood that she was visiting a friend, and the friend wanted to go to the party, but and that she said, "Ramona, call and get us an invite for this party." The friend was already invited. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. I just feel like Luann needs to be like at peace with it. It's like you're in, you're where he is having the party. You're intentionally trying to run into him. Your friends want to go to the fucking party. Like, yeah. Honestly, if a friend did that to me, I'd be like, hey, oh well. You know what I mean? It's like not worth like getting mad at. Just like what we were talking about, but you blow it up because you're on a fucking. But Luann seemed like. Um, okay, I'm mad at you. Everyone else was like, this is the most fucked yeah. up thing Ramona's ever done. And yeah. it's like, is it? This yeah. seems like pretty in line with her. I mean, like, Bethany was like, what? What? No. No. That's low. That's low. <laughs> and they spent the whole dinner. And Ramona is so like, eh, well, I'm, yeah, okay. Moving on. You know, just eating her free french fries. She's so used to getting called out for bad shit. I think it is weird shit. that none of them were invited to that wedding, though. Like, you've known those women for a Dorinda decade. Was. And that's what right. I'm saying is it's like if you weren't invited to the wedding, what kind of fucking uh, also, loyalty do you expect? It's also weird because don't you think Lewin would want to have them all there photo op-wise, publicity-wise? I mean, like, she loves that shit. Let's admit that the entire season was them talking shit about their relationship sure. <laughs> like yeah. that entire season was don't get married don't get married don't get married he's cheating on you and i think they wanted an intimate ceremony you, you know? guys need to listen to this everyone that listens to this podcast should listen to bitch sesh probably too but uh this week's episode is hilarious and a comedian comes out and tells a story about how her husband made out with yeah. Lorenzo Seps, and it is so yeah. funny while they were married? No. no. While she was Many married. Many moons ago. While was she like, was married, though, to Alex. He was Alex. like 23. Do you think that, I mean, aren't they all kind of making out with other people? Yeah. yeah. Open? Making out? Like, I mean, maybe not sleeping together, not maybe, being like, emotional. No, I think, think Luann and um, Alex had a very, fuck it was a very discreetly. Is, is, European re- is yeah. arrangement. Is making out like an unforgivable offense? Not on Vanderpump Rules. Like in a relationship to you guys? I don't know. I don't have it in me, really. But yeah. I think if it happened, we wouldn't get divorced. I almost yeah. am like, if you're going to make out, just fuck up. I mean, it's like, <laughs> great. That's just great to be like, oh, and then we stopped. To me. I don't know. It's strange because it is a violation. Yeah. But it's so childish that it's like. I would be embarrassed to tell people we're getting a divorce because he made out with yeah, someone. Yeah. I feel like everybody would be like, grow up. Why don't you go slam your That's locker and I move on? I didn't get mad at Katie for forgiving uh, Schwartz. Yeah, but it. he has a history. Right. 
So well, that is tricky. And also, if he's so blacked out that he's literally putting a mask of your face on a stranger, essentially, with his mind, yeah, right? Yeah. Then, like, is he cheating? He That's thought beautiful. he was making out with you. I love it. <laughs> is that what his excuse was? One of the times, he kept calling her Bubba, the girl he was oh, making yeah. out with. Right, 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 right. The other scandal that I think we're going to get to see play out in next week's episode, and probably till the end of the season, was... Dr- Here's what I'll say about Sonia. You guys know I'm an apologist. I think she looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Her body has never looked better. Mm-hmm. You literally text us great. that non sequitur mm-hmm. in the middle of other conversations on our text thread. <laughs> we'll be talking about something totally different and you're like, oh, Sonia looks so fucking good. <laughs> she came on screen and it just lit me up inside. Uh-huh. When Except I see- for that testimonial look where she's got the red lip and the of red course, dress. Of course. But That's otherwise bad. she looks amazing. But this episode, she just looked so flawless. And I you really guys- like that her and Bethany are friends. I, I do too. I oh, like it just too. This morning, I, I it. almost sent you guys a screen cap of Bethany wrote something about pride, and Sonia wrote this long comment on it on Instagram that was like, "Thank you so much for everything you do to support your charities, and also me in my ups, but mostly in my lows." <laughs> Thank you so much for hashtag Be Strong or something. Oh. I feel like Bethany being friends with Sonia brings out like a childish side in Bethany that is nice to see on her. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have a funny little friendship too. And it was really an ugly color on her when she, when Bethany was so mean to her about skinny. Oh, it was really bad. Girl, skinny girl. Yeah. But um oh damn it. I just had a thought in my head. This is why we can't The shoes? Be hungover. Are we no, no. Well, I want to do the shoes, but I wanted to talk about how Never mind. She's lost it's it. Gone. Maybe it'll come to you. It's gone. Dorinda is mean to Sonia. Yeah. And mean to her Blame in a way her. that it's like, somebody said this and, it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this was a light bulb for me. Oh. Dorinda's unhappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And people are saying that also she's like projecting a lot of her own stuff about having an alcohol problem. Like onto Luann, onto Luann, and like onto yeah. like, but she is mean to Sonia. Yeah, she is, and then, in yeah. a way that I think makes all the other ladies be like, "Come on, Sonia's kind of not I mean, all there." Yeah, like don't don't Make punch in, down in our uh, not to name it, but the place where we talk about housewives in another different group. Thread, um, they are big. That you love to bring up. They are big <laughs> Bethany haters. Like they they think that she's like being really shitty, and I feel like. I like her sticking up for Sonia. Like, it's so much... I mean, it's so crucial. What are we going to do? Like, watch Sonia get bullied all season by every single woman on the show? I hear you. Um, What I was going to say that I forgot was my friend goes to that facialist. That is Sonia's facialist. The gossipy facialist. So if you guys are ever in New York, I'll get you I wonder how much she is. I'm going to be in New York in July. Yeah, you should go. Great. I would love um, that. Sonia gets a facial from her, I think, once a week, and yeah. that's why she looks so fucking good. How much? I'm wondering. Okay, great. I'm sure she, if she comes Slide to you, I'm sure in. she's like one fifth Come to 200. me. Oh, um, that, me. Actually, that actually will segue us perfectly into our next segment, guys. We're going to do You Gotta Try This Stuff, where we give a little quick little beauty rack of something that we've tried lately. Um, I don't, I have a sort of a semi rack. I, I got something off of. On Instagram, like not an, not a real Instagram, like you a celebrity. It, it? No, a celebrity posted about something that I was like, oh, I'll try that. And I tried. I got a whole set from Algenist, A L G E N I S T. I've heard this, and I've been trying it. I like it so far. I don't know what it's doing in terms of miracles, but it's uh, your skin looks it's good great. so far. It's like, well, thank you. Um, it's like a serum and an antioxidant, but then there's like this. There's this one that's like um, 
some kind of it's some kind of liquid that you're supposed to put on with a cotton pad, leave on for three minutes, three to five minutes, and then wash off. And I'm like, what happens if you don't? Yeah, I think it's some kind it of sounds um, like an astringent in some, some it's way. Not an astringent. It's not called that, but but I forgot what it is. Called. I'll leave that astringent on, just burn in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a nice burn. Yeah, it's some kind of like chemical. Like it's like a they don't call it a peel, but it's like something like that kind of. Okay, well, thank you. Everybody, go out and grab some of that. They have a they have a cute little set though that you can get. Everything comes small, and so you don't have to spend like on a huge bottle something that you don't know if you like it. Yeah. So you get like a small set of a bunch of different products, and then one thing they have too is this stuff that uh, you wash your face with, and it goes on like a oil. Mm. So it feels weird because you're like, is this an oil? But then when you w- put water on it, it turns into like regular face wash and comes mm. off and everything. Okay. It's Which celebrity did you buy this from? Um. Well. I didn't buy it from, but I saw Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye recommending it. Okay, so I, well, then that's a good... I saw... That, he's, that's, I wanted it because I want to get rid of, like, sun damage and, like, unevenness. And so that's why I wanted to try the serum. I saw a picture with him on Dua Lipa's Instagram mm-hmm. yesterday with him and Gigi Hadid, which is like, wow. Wow. He made it. Oh, like, yeah, that he's is huge. the ultimate selfie picture. He's huge. But Tan is friends with Gigi. She's friends with all those Queer Eye guys. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I see it to her on Tan's Insta as well. Um, my go-to beauty tip that I love, it's called Caudalie. It's like a Spell French. Spell that? C-A-U-D-I-L-E with accent. <laughs> Incredible. Caudalie, I think. That's it. Okay. And this, it's like a eucalyptus sort of like water spritz. And Ooh. I spray it whenever I get out of the shower, sometimes before bed, after planes. It's a little, tiny little bottle. I also will give it as presents a lot because mm. it just, oh, you feel so fresh and beautiful. Oh, mm. Okay into it mine is so like I go through periods in my life where I am insane about skincare and I will buy every product and use them and like be like this is my new life now like I wear uh, sunscreen and do facials and then I just get off of it (laughs) and right now I'm off of it but a product I love is anything R&Co you guys ever use R, R and Co? R and Co. Yeah, R oh, I've and seen Co. That. It's hair products. Ooh. And they have the, my hair is an unmanageable mess. Like my whole life, my curls have been my, the bane of my existence. And it is the only thing that truly moisturizes for conditioner. For conditioner, you use a little tiny drop. Oh, nice. And it spreads and you mix it with a little water and it seriously like does things for moisturizing I'm my hair. Try that. It. R and Co is the best brand I've ever honestly used. However, everyone should remember that we are not being paid to sponsor yeah. any of these projects. No, we are paid to sponsor some other things. The other well, things are paid, real sponsors sponsor. things, but those are real sponsorships. These are just wrecks that we want to share with the world because I find the whole fucking beauty industry to be too unruly and there's too many things. And now I'm going to have a sip of Christie's tall boy again because that's really <laughs> how you achieve height of skin health. <laughs> it's Bud Light, but I wish it was a Bud Light Lime. Bitch, okay, that's where we are never going to share <laughs> But Light Lime is the drink of summer, y'all. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's move on to our signature uh, segment. Where you been, boo-boo? Where have you been? Because I never see you And today, in the interest of going more into uh, some people in the music world, I've decided to 
look into whatever happened to Vanessa Carlton. Do you guys remember the song 1,000 Miles? Oh, yeah. A thousand miles. And I would, would fly into the sky. Yeah, we all. She was a hot little number, yeah. too. Yeah. That was a hot. Well, her and Michelle Branch came out at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was confusing. And so that was but confusing. Where's Michelle Branch? So I, I don't know. Maybe I was for a real Michelle Branch head, though. Yeah. Over. Vanessa a lot Carlton. of people love Michelle Branch. Like she still has a ton of. Well, Vanessa Carlton, I find out, um, actually went to the School of American Ballet, and when she graduated from that, she decided to become a musician. It's like Jesus, how many All rare right. careers can you have? Um, but she, um, there was some random interesting stuff about her. Oh, she, I think, came out as bisexual in two thousand and ten, and that was kind of a. Wow, thing for her career. Um, she, <laughs> ugh, give her a she, little boost in sales. Okay, so she is married to a guy from the band Deer Tick. I have heard of them. <gasps> I love Deer Tick. Okay, yeah, she is married to a guy named John McCauley from oh, Deer Tick. Oh, cool! And they guess who officiated their wedding ceremony? Ugh. Stevie Nicks. Wow, pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. So is she still making music? That's the thing, guys. Yes. She is kind of still making music. Like, we were talking about new albums back in, like, 2015 and stuff like that. And then she released something. She released an eight-track record in eight of eight tracks, not something you play on an eight-track, in 2016. And then another live... She's doing kind of live albums uh, that are very short, like only six or eight songs. And so then starting in 2018, she started releasing a cover every month. And one of her covers was Call Your Girlfriend by Robin, which is a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, she did Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. And then she did like a Neil Young. And so a, she's still plunking a away. She's still plunking away. But, you know, not a ton happening Probably there. living in the valley. Yeah. Yeah, like what do you... She like, has a kid. Do you think she has fuck you money? Or do you think no. she has like chill, like... Do you think that they have to budget? They budget. I. They budget unless she comes for money. Which we don't know. Yeah, it does. She has I, that face. I I couldn't um, find out where she like lives. I didn't really want to be too they budget psycho, but yeah, I used to watch her on TRL. She was a, she was a regular. Like yeah. I wouldn't doubt if she drives a Prius. Right, 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 right. Like a 2015. But do you remember that video too, where she was like playing the piano yeah. on the car, moving Who can through forget? the city? It's iconic. The classic. Yeah. I mean, I bet she makes a lot of money just from white chicks royalties alone. Yeah. Remember that movie? That was like oh, the iconic chick. scene. I thought you were talking about general white ah! women, like buying that single. Um, Both. There was a scene in White Chicks that made fun of that. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it White was, Chicks. It was iconic. I mean, I really, the only reason any one of us has even seen it is just to make fun of the way they look in that movie. It's just so good. Um, Kim Zolciak. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a really funny meme. Poor um, Casey. Okay, so that's just a little dip into um, what's Vanessa Carlton been up to. And, uh, yeah, she's got a little three-year-old baby, and uh, she's married to the guy from Deer Tech. What's Honestly? the baby's name? Sydney. That's cute. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's my dream. I want to just be famous at one time and then lose, you know, like, leave it all and then become a mom. That sounds like a good... I don't that's know if, I don't know if Vanessa's happy, though. Yeah. Really? If she's releasing a, sing- a, a cover every month. That's true. That sounds a little thirsty. Maybe she's just I like, know. I need something that feeds me creatively. Like, I can't just do this mom to five thing. And he was like, well, I'll like, keep I it. have a friend. Call that'll your per- girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm so tired of that song being covered. Yeah. How many times can that song be fucking covered? Yeah, it's also like Robin did a great job. We don't need to cover yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also she. Oh wait, 
Oh, you guys, I think a holiday EP might be coming out. Oh, okay. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have a fun little secret to tell you. And we're back. And it's time for I'll Tell You Mine If You Tell Me Yours. And let's just hear the secret from our guest first. I'll never tell. Hi, everybody. I am standing here with hilarious comedian. Has his own half-hour special on Comedy Central. You've seen him on everything. Solomon Giorgio. And he's going to tell us a secret. Okay, so this is my secret. Uh, It's embarrassing. Um, One time while I was having anal sex with another gentleman, I um, somehow the condom managed to roll off. And I immediately noticed that because it felt too good. (laughs) <laughs> what I decided to do was what any responsible adult would do, which is um, immediately pull out, tell him nothing, and say that I have to go have brunch with my sister. <laughs> and he's like, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, I'm a bad brother. Bye. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. I'll never tell. Love wow. him. Oh, he is a dream. So he's a dream of a person. And you know what? Just, I guess the... Moral of that story is check your ass. I do <laughs> like that. I that we know that he told you that story when he was wearing a floral male romper last night. <laughs> oh, a dream romper. And you know what? Men's rompers have a little zip where they can pull their dicks out and the pee. Fuck? Women's rompers, we have to get completely fucking naked yeah. in a bathroom. Damn but it. then he, I said that to him, and he goes, "Well, Barbara Gray has a romper that zips underneath." And oh. she told me she did. Her romper has like a. <gasps> Full zip around where I wow. guess I don't know how you get your underwear off though or pull it to, pull the, to side. the side. Oh, okay, yeah, a pull to the side. I feel like I used to do pull it to the sides in my dance leotards and stuff, and like it doesn't work great. No. But anyway, um, <laughs> do you guys have an interesting like um, safe sex condom store secret to share with the you world? No, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a condom stuck in me on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Much like Luann Delaseps Christmas Eve. Couldn't get it out. I mean, stuck, stuck, oh stuck. I, well, I mean, I was on the internet and I was dating this guy, I guess you could say. And so it was like, it suggested like, have the guy take it out because his fingers can get up there. We tried that. Oh, my God. It got, like, compounded way up there. Yeah, so I ended up having to go to urgent care. (gasps) And I had to go. The only urgent care that was open was right next to the retirement community that I worked at. And I did see a resident with their daughter while I was (sighs) waiting to get a condom yanked out of me. And then I went in. Very nice man. He used those, like, plier thingies. (gasps) Stuck those up in there. Yanked the puppy out. And then asked me if I wanted to keep it. (gasps) Ew. And I said, not nah, good. No, thank you. But then, not for um, the scrapbook. But then I got taken out to brunch. Oh, oh, that's good. Take me to brunch. That's a good cover. <laughs> um, mine's going to pale in comparison to Megan's. As but do I, so many of I, us. I had another situation. There was this guy that, you know, we had a casual sexual relationship for many, many years. And he lived in L.A. I lived in New York. It was one of those nights like, oh, I'm in New York. Okay, it's happening. And a similar situation where it got got up in. Yeah. Got mm. caught all up in there. And 
he and I spent probably like 45 minutes together, just him <laughs> with the lights on, with like his cell phone yeah. flashlight, oh, no. trying to dig in there. And I was absolutely mortified oh, because it's like, wasn't even a boyfriend. It was a guy I very much wanted to impress. Like, and I couldn't do it alone. I tried. And then so he had to get in there with his face and finger. But he got it out. And cell phone flashlight. Yeah, it eventually oh, came out. Wow. I did do like some of the like, Ooh. Like those kinds of sounds. Yeah, they tell you you have to like bear down like you're giving birth or something. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's I bad. don't have a condom story, but I have had sex with a tampon in by accident. <gasps> wow. That I did not realize for until the next day. It was not good. Oh. Have you ever put a tampon in when you already have a tampon in? Yeah, no. I've been blacked out and done that. Yeah, no, I've, I've done never that. done that, but I put a penis inside me without knowing that there was a tampon. <laughs> but I've also uh, had sex and forgotten to put a tampon. <laughs> Rebecca! literally I got know. her fucking our producer has her hands over her <laughs> eyes right now I'm sorry I'm not saying anything that hasn't been in a YM ask the editor <laughs> I had sex once and then forgot to put a tampon in after and woke up to CSI Miami <laughs> so like, I was like what the? the red wedding and then I was like oh yep 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 all right, guys. Well, on that, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to go talk to our um, producer Rebecca about whether she wants to keep working with us. Um, we are at Let's Talk About Text Podcast at Gmail. If you want to reach out, we've got a Facebook, an Instagram, and a Twitter. They're all up at Starburns.audio, where you can find Let's Talk About Texts. And um, thanks to everybody at Starburns, and thanks, guys. We'll see you later. And Rebecca and Emma. Yeah, Rebecca and Emma we specifically. You Thank you, guys. It's a good show. Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific.